Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Jerkos Podcast. My name is Daniel Joseph Simone. Joseph, jo- what? I can't even say my own name. <laughs> Daniel Joseph Simone with my colleagues. Bernard Pretty Bobby. Matt Big Baby Reynolds. Everybody's cousin Vinny Bagadonas. How you doing? Hey, my to, cousin. Hey. About to start freestyling. <laughs> so, how was everybody's day? Long. Very long. long. It's okay. Yeah. I just came I from the it. ballet. Ooh. Were you in the ballet? Fancy. Okay, Swan so Link. I wasn't in the ballet. Hot but takes. I went with a few coworkers because it was a biotech at the ballet night. I don't know how it goes together. Don't ask me. <laughs> I tried really hard. This Okay, first of all, I have a few things to say. First of all, <laughs> there appears to, to be such a thing as a ballet master. Ooh, was anybody aware of this? Master. Yes, it's a giant homosexual. Well, okay. <laughs> Seems like that's Demontized. true. <laughs> no ballets in Tanzania. However, the actual na- like he actually referred to himself as the ballet master. This is the head figure of the ballet. Okay, so that's the first thing I want to share with you. Mm. The, then the, the guy went on about a 15-minute rant trying to relate uh, the ballet to biotech. Oh boy! And then I had go? to fight <laughs> back laughing for 35 minutes while they were dancing. <laughs> <laughs> because it's just so extreme. It's so embellished. It's just it's not really just like a for me. <laughs> was it a privately funded event? Did your company like pay for a private ballet experience? No, well yes. Yes and no. It wasn't private <laughs> just for my company, it was for a bunch of biotechs. Uh so yeah, I guess yeah. Well they paid a lot of money. We had free booze and, and food afterwards. Jeez. And uh, did you have a sit down with the master? I feel like if I knew there was such a thing as a ballet master, I may have changed the course of, uh, you know, career. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> God, that's tragic. Did he have like anything that never like, too late for the arts? So that's my day. That was long. I'd work too, by did, the way. But ballet was the did highlight. Did he have any like a sign or anything that said that he was the ballet master? No, he just made it very apparent by calling himself the ballet master like oh, four times. My God. Did he, did he have a tutu? No, he had a bald head and a, a, a very gay lisp. Mm. <laughs> that's the, the prerequisite for being yeah, a ballet master. That's the prerequisite for ballet master. <laughs> oh, ha- Must have the lisp. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, so day was cool. Day was good. It was grand. Grand. Nice. Grand, grand. I'm good. I'm not. Thanks for asking. I'm not feeling too well, so if I sniffle or mute, that's why. Mm. Did you, have, did you have wonton soup to feel better? I did. I know you. From Asia Express, an old sponsor of the podcast. I know you very well. Hey. <laughs> so, Vin, you just got back from a cruise ski. <sighs> I did. It is rough being home, I have to tell you. I mean, first of all, it, I was at a resort, fortunately, in the Bahamas. And hey, I went to resort in the Bahamas. <laughs> I, came, I came back and I was like, what is this cooking for yourself? nonsense <laughs> I am about 15 pounds heavier and going through withdrawals from alcohol <laughs> so you have Hashtag cruise you life. have the post vacation blues oh my god yes it is those are that's it, a real thing you, it's real I feel like people should pre-plan for post vacation blues by getting antidepressants before they go away <laughs> yeah I'm not doing shit for the rest of the week I just I can't I can't be bothered. What were the what were the port stops? Um, it was just one. So we flew from Westchester actually to um, great airport by the way, West Palm Beach, and uh, and then we took a cruise from there to directly to Freeport, the Bahamas. So just one. Oh, nice. And then we yeah. we were on the island for I think five days, four nights, or something like that, or reverse, whatever that is. Good stuff. It was wonderful, my friend. What was your I favorite bet. part of it? My favorite part was we actually met like loads of awesome people. It was like camp just for adults. So we made friends <laughs> with all like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we made friends with all of the uh, the kind of like wreck people. So and met them, and all sorts like you know just cultural clashes and having fun with that and getting to know you and all that bullshit. It's good. That sounds good. Yeah, I, I went on a cruise once with Matthew Big Baby Reynolds. Ooh, yeah, we, we had ourselves a time. We drove down from New York to Fort Jackson, Florida, or something like that. Jackson, yeah, Jackson, Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Jaguars. <laughs> what a time! What a time to be alive. We became karaoke uh, masters on the boat. 
I did karaoke. Is that also a profession? What? S- say again, Sorry. Then? Karaoke masters? Is that also a profession? <laughs> oh, if that was a profession, then I've already become it. So let's be real. <laughs> I, did, I also did karaoke for the first time ever. That's how drunk I was. Nice. So, that was Karaoke thing. is the best. Drunk karaoke is the what best. The karaoke is fun. What was the song that you popped your karaoke cherry on? It was uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Other Side. Mm. Is that one about California? Uh, no, that's Californication. Oh, sorry. <laughs> they all about Every California? other Red Hot Chili Peppers song? <laughs> they all sound the same. <laughs> <laughs> I went on a cruise once, too. I was on a Florida Georgia Line cruise. Mm. Boo, nobody cares. Band. Okay, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Tell us all about it. I love it. <laughs> can we have a bro cruise? Can we have a Jerko's cruise? Um, hopefully this podcast gets us so famous that we can have yeah. an actual Jerko's cruise. That's the whole concept. Live from we are the boat. Officially on Spotify. If you go onto your Spotify and type in Project No, just what is it? Jerko's podcast. You can find us. Yes. I have a question for one of you. Uh oh. Hey, Dan, do you think you could uh, ever be Guy Fieri? <laughs> Dan and I were just talking about this. <laughs> so Dan and, I, Dan and I just spent the past weekend together. We went oh, to the Tenacious D concert. To go home. Tenacious D concert was out of this world. Fantastic. We both uh, imbibed, had a little alcohol. And uh, at one point, Food Network was on, and Dan claimed he could be Guy Fieri. Mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, I think the guy is an influencer. He's a fantastic man. He brings awareness to small businesses all around the country for free. Is this true? <laughs> it this took is... me one sure minute a, and 35 seconds to get Dan to admit he could never be Guy Fieri. Yeah. I was so <laughs> defeated. In my defense, the question was asked in a very confusing way. Mm, I said, hey, Dan, why don't you elaborate on that? How could you be Guy Fieri? <laughs> oh, not that one. Then I was asked... Name three parts of the pig. Oh. Right? And, like, when, when it's phrased like that, three parts. Okay. <laughs> say, like, head, okay, shoulders, Okay, let's, no, let's play this. Let's play this. <laughs> hey, Babby, can you name three parts of the pig? Uh, yeah, I mean, are you talking about edible parts? Yeah, or sure. Just... Any parts. Go it. ahead. There's so many different things. There's ribs, rump, mm-hmm. uh, snout. Boom. Ear, people no, 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 no. Stop there. So the Vinny has. Vinny, Vinny, can you name three other parts of the pig? Um, um, uh, feet. Pig's feet's a thing. Pickled, like pig's yeah. feet. Pickled pig feet. Yeah, pig's feet. Uh, maybe a, I don't know, would a pig's tongue be it? Yeah. Yeah. P- pig ears, maybe? My there dog likes to eat Dogs pig ears. I've seen that. They fry those up. So, um, Danny and Babby, sorry, Vinny and Babby, you guys are one step closer to being Guy Fieri than Dan is. Congratulations. <laughs> and if you would. Don't worry, Dan. There can only ever be one king of Flavor Town. <laughs> he was just reelected, I heard. <laughs> and if you guys want to see the footage, make sure you follow Bernard on Instagram so you can see the, the painful live experience of Danny it's trying true. to articulate At himself. Nardog what Jr. My, what did I say? <laughs> What did I say? Not video? a lot. You just gave up. <laughs> yeah, you gave up pretty quick. Nice. So, speaking of food, yes. I've got a topic. Feed me, daddy. <laughs> That's what oh, the, boy. the ballet master told me to tell you, by the way. Ooh. Okay. Sticking with what I did last time, we're just going to go into some holiday cheer. Thank- and uh, Thanksgiving is around the corner. Oh, wow. Thanksgiving is everybody's uh, probably not so favorite holiday. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's up there. It's I actually, up there. I actually thoroughly enjoy it because uh, it's not it's not really a materialistic holiday. I enjoy that aspect. Mm. But a lot of people don't like it for the family aspect. And I, I don't, you know, I can see where that's coming from. Trust right. me. So I want to focus more so on the food aspect. Mm. So you have your general, know. you know, turkey. That's the staple. Um... I want to hear from you guys what each of your favorite side dish, just one, each of your favorite side dish would be at the Thanksgiving table. So I'll go pretty, I'll go first, give you guys a few minutes. So uh, one of my aunts, Aunt Colleen, Woo! she makes oh these oh, what a babe. roasted Shout carrots. Out Shout out Aunt Col. She makes these roasted carrots. They're roasted with onions. Uh, and they're roasted for a long time to the point that 
I don't know if you normally think of carrots as being sweet, but they they get sweet, and it's mm. almost like there's there's no added sugar or cinnamon or anything like that, but they come out sweet. The uh, su- then you have sweet onion in there. It adds just like. Uh, it's just it's fucking good. What, what yeah. do you want? Demonetize. What do you want from me? <laughs> um, That's probably one of my favorite sides because we don't. Even though it's something so simple, uh, we don't really make that ever other than that day, right? So I'm a big stickler for traditions. Ooh, okay. Uh, personally, Tradition. so we have a few side dishes that wouldn't we would like to like dabble into, and we don't necessarily make otherwise on Thanksgiving. So mm. that's my personal favorite side. Any of you guys have one that you would like to contribute? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I would like to give a shout out to my aunt Madeline. Aunt, Mad- aunt Madeline. <laughs> Yo, aunt Maddie. So, growing up, like I legit hated string beans. Like straight up, the just the noise that it makes when it like slides against your teeth. It's the worst. It's the worst. However, hmm. this was overcome by Aunt Mad's string bean casserole. It is so good. It's like slow roasted again. I think like baking I have a question. Oven. Yes. What is what is a casserole? Um, yeah, I I just had this conversation with somebody this week. What is a casserole? I don't I've know. Heard it. I've heard it thrown around, fact. but I don't know what it is. <laughs> Dan, how are you gonna be guy for you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I can't wait to write the description of this podcast. <laughs> Will Dan ever Dan. become the the master of Flavor Town? <laughs> Um, Not so, at this rate, he won't. Uh, I don't know, but I can tell you how it's made. <laughs> you tell me, and I'm going to Google real quick. You tell me what you like about it now. GTS. It's, it's got the, uh, she uses like a cream of mushroom soup, I think, in it. Campbell's. And uh, I'm not sure if there's like a little cheese, maybe a little cheddar cheese, but she also uses those little French onions, those little Frenchies. Oh, yeah. I used to eat those raw. Dude, like literally straight from the can. And uh, yeah. she kind of like drizzles them on top, and she slow bakes Slowly. them. She puts mm. them in the oven. And it comes out, and I cannot, cannot have enough of it. That's so fantastic. It like, so I, I just Googled casserole, and my mind is kind of blown. <laughs> <laughs> so is it like almost like a pasta and then like a hard layer of like the mac and cheese on the top? So a casserole no. is a large, this is right off the Google, just so you know. The Google. Is a large, deep pan used both in the oven and as a serving vessel. So casserole is the pan. Whoa. The word is Casserole also pan. used for the food cooked and served in such a vessel. You can make any kind of casserole as long as it's in a casserole pan. Yeah. And that, that's dish. the difference between a souffle. A souffle is a casserole that rises. Oh, this is a, we got Guy Vieri on the line. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Withholding information again with Ben. Matthew, how much Food Network do you watch? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, my grandma was all about it. I think she single-handedly kept the food business, food network in business. <laughs> do you, uh, Danny and Bobby, um, you guys got a, a side dish that you prefer? I, yeah, I love the classic. I, I think mine is stuffing. I'm all about some stuffing, mm. especially if it's homemade and properly done. And mm. a lot of people, some people like it really dry. Some people like it a little on the, on the moister side. Mm. Side note, a lot of people don't moist. like the word moist. Moist. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Moist. <laughs> um, oh, that's other than that, I mean, like, you know, mashed potatoes are good, corn casserole, sweet potatoes mm. are good, stuff like that. We're not talking about desserts, obviously. No, desserts no, no. Desserts are a separate category. Different realm there. Separate category. That's a different podcast. Daniel? Daniel? Uh, so my, my favorite, but I'm not going to go with this one, is I love stovetop stuffing. Really? Like, I genuinely like stovetop stuffing. Not add, just nothing. It's the consistency of it. It's like one consistency, you know what you're getting every time. But my favorite is the cornbread souffle. Ooh, Ooh. So that souffle apparently that, rises, right? Th- that does a little it bit. Does. That's what I heard. Thank you, Matthew. It's made in a casserole dish. Uh, but it was at <laughs> Bailey's, Bailey's Barbecue in, I want to say, Boisvelt? I don't know. Uh, we got the recipe from them. And then my aunt, my mom, my aunt, my dad, my mom doesn't cook. <laughs> um, uh, started recreating it, and it's fantastic. It's like gooey, yet corny and cheesy oh but there's no cheese in it oh it's unbelievable. Yeah, a lot of butter so man. i'd say corn souffle i love butter. how you described it as corny <laughs> and you meant like corn the vegetable <laughs> not like corny you know like awkward <laughs> but nice I, my man I know exactly what you're talking about my mom does the same thing it's oh. Yeah, don't you have it also at your house? We've had it at your barbecue all the time, before. dude. And like, oh, unbelievable! There's like a little like crispy layer on top. Yeah, it's so good. 
then you could just eat, and you you always go for that mm-hmm. part. It's like oh god, magical. Magical. Mm. All right, Getting so I'm going to. So you said, um, well, you said cornbread, right, Dan? It's a corn snowflake, yeah. Cornbread. It's like a okay, take on so cornbread. We'll, we'll hold off on that. So I'm looking at uh, from last Thanksgiving on 2017, Thrillist uh, ranked Thanksgiving side dishes. Ooh. So I'm going to tell you where yours lie, or okay. it's a certain variation of yours. So green beans, they don't have green bean casserole, but Ooh. green beans is number 12. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, then we have a... Oh, I'm so sorry. Green bean casserole. Coming in oh. coming in at number eight. It jumped the whole four right. spots ahead. That's right, bitch. Wow. <laughs> then we have... They don't have cornbread souffle, but they have cornbread, which is right below at seven. Oh, wow. Okay, I'll take that. Okay, and then we have stuffing coming in hot at four. Ooh, Matthew. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, there's no carrots, so I'll go fuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want you guys. I want a reaction on this. What if, what if I were to tell you, true or false? Would you consider gravy a side dish? I was just gonna say gravy is gonna be number one. Uh, yeah, that's that's really. It's shitty. not number I mean, one, but it's number five, and I think that warrants some speculation. The top five side dish being gravy. Ooh. No, it's not because you can't eat it by itself. You have to put is it on something. You. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. I don't know what kind of fucking Thanksgiving you got going on, people eating. Yo, just give me the gravy, son. No, Jesus. I agree with you. I don't think it's a standalone. So I would consider gravy like a condiment. Mm. Yeah, closer to yeah. Like in addition to. Yes, I think it's an add-on. Gravy. Um, what about what about cranberry sauce though? Mm. People use cranberry sauce. Is that like a side dish? Is I that think that's the same a side dish. So, okay, I would so think that's a side. Good thing you bring that up. Cranberry sauce number three is coming in at number three. Mm. I love cranberry sauce. Yo, mashed potatoes number one for Yo, sure. Yo, you're right. You're yep. right. I couldn't even withhold. I couldn't even withhold the excitation. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know what two is though. Two is kind of boggling. Do you want to? You want to guess? Is it like a ham? It is not like, a ham. Th- Babby, you want to take a guess? Yeah, I'm trying to think. What else is like classic? It's a starch of sorts. Oh, I know. Oh, Cauliflower. No. A starch. So I'm thinking. Oh, sweet potatoes. No, no. Oh, shit. mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes number one. Was number one. Yeah, yeah. Number, one. number two is. I'll give you a hint. It's Jimmy Two Hands' favorite food. Anybody Sausage? know my brother-in-law? Mac and cheese. Mac Got and it. cheese. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Got it. Who has, America. Who has mac and cheese on Thanksgiving? <laughs> Just like the Pilgrims had, Vinny. You don't fucking remember mac and cheese. <laughs> Seriously, who so, yes, just like the Pilgrims had, it's mac and cheese. So these would be the uh, the top side dishes for Thanksgiving, and um, that's really that's really all I wanted to talk to uh, talk about today. I wanted to get a little feel on how you guys feel about side dishes. I'm so uh, hungry. Do you guys Good have? Stuff. Do you guys have? I, I'll end on an additional question. So my family's pretty uh, generic white people. So our main our main course is turkey. Do you guys have? I don't. We never had a ham. Do you guys have ham? I have a ham. Yeah, I have a ham. I've had it in years past. Yeah. Why? A, I think it's an Italian. Like, do you thing. like it as much or better than the turkey? Does it just sit there? What's the deal with that the ham? I am a big ham fan over the turkey. I think that the ham is significantly better. It's moister, if you will. Moist. Uh, no and females feel... will be listening to this. Throwback. <laughs> <laughs> moist. Uh, yeah, no, I like the ham the day of, but I don't mind a turkey sandwich later on. Yeah. But I prefer ham over turkey. Yeah, we do a ham. It's like a, a honey glazed ham. You rub it in brown sugar and, and you put like pineapples yeah. and oh, you yeah. just mm. drizzle it like constantly. You take it out yeah. every half hour. Mm. That what are the amazing. things that you stick into the ham? Like a baster? No, well, like a little a tiny toothpick. No, it, they almost look like push pins. Cloves. But they yeah, I know what you're talking about. Cloves. Is it a yeah, clove? Yeah, we put a lot of cloves in there too. We got, I only like, know uh, cloves as like a fake cigarette. No, it's like a um, little spice. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, that's all I got. So uh, somebody else go now. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Transitions are hard. Transitions are nah, hard. but yeah, I love Thanksgiving. It's coming up. I love it uh, for. I mean, the food's food's really good. Can we Football go out for a drink? Fun. Oh, and yeah, the pre-Thanksgiving shenanigans. I was thinking maybe we'll touch on that kind of stuff later because seeing people from high school can be bittersweet. Triggering, man. Triggering. So that's for mm-hmm. another day. Triggering. 
But, uh, yeah, I'm glad to know your Thanksgiving uh, foods. And that's, right. that's well, all I got. Thank you for enough. your side dishes, Bernard. No. <laughs> Ballet master, Someone retires. else can serve us the main course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's yeah, I give no history. I give no history. I'm sorry. No songs. It's okay. Dan, what do you got for us today? Me, I have a something that's near and dear to my heart. Ooh. I was in a conversation a couple days ago. Is my mic okay? Can everybody hear me? Okay? Yes. Yeah, just don't. Whenever you like move around, you kind of like fade in and out. So kind of okay, just try perfect. to like stay in front of it. Okay, perfect. Um, so the topic that's near and dear to my heart is Disney. So I was talking hey to somebody, uh, one of one of the best, and I was talking about my favorite Disney princess. So my favorite Disney princess. Wait, is Hold Meg. up. Yeah. Full stop. My favorite Disney princess. You guys don't have a favorite Disney princess? Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, you got me there. This is also the man who leads with, what's your favorite Legend of the Hood and Temple team? <laughs> all right, all right. It was That's fair. You're going to today. You better get on the Google machine and start Googling some Disney princesses. I got you. Don't worry. I have the whole list. <laughs> so... Meg is my favorite Disney princess from Hercules. She was sassy. She was sexy. Hercules was a great movie. Not a princess. Uh, you're gonna... Exactly. She's not a princess. So She's I just some, some broad. <laughs> <laughs> That's the alcohol speaking. No, I mean, like, am I not right? She's just some lady. No, yeah, she's just a girl. She just wanted to be with Hercules. I agree. So that got me thinking of what classifies somebody as a Disney princess, because Meg apparently is not. Hmm. So according to princess.disney.com. Accurate source. There, are, <laughs> there are 11 Disney princesses. <gasps> would you like to guess them, or would you like no, to guess? No, no, I want to no, guess. I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to guess. Let's go, Vinny. You go Let's one, I go yeah, one. Yeah, we could probably guess them. Okay. All right. We're going to go with Elsa. Jasmine. Uh, Ariel. Hold on. Jasmine is correct. Elsa. Mulan. Ariel. No, M- Mulan. M- Mulan is correct. Mulan's a princess? Yeah. See, I was just going to say Mulan should not be a no, princess. She All is. Right. She know. is. How? You know why? Royalty. There's no monarchy in Native American society. <laughs> like, what? She was literally, she was literally like the daughter of the... The chieftain, no. yeah. No, that's Pocahontas, Mulan. not Mulan. That's Pocahontas. Mulan was a normal Oh, person. oh, damn. My bad. I'm way off. in the army. Yeah, no, I thought... Wait, she's not royalty either, I is she? Mulan, she's just some wait, random Mulan's girl. not royalty? Nope. No, she was a normal person who enlisted in the I army. I could have swore she, yeah. she, she was royalty. Her her no. father was well known because of his service. Okay. Yeah, her dad was like a, a bawling samurai, or not samurai, but a warrior in the Chinese army. Okay, hang on. Let's let's rewind real quick. So what do we have so, so far, Dan? You have Ariel, Jasmine, and Mulan. Say again? You cut out in the beginning. Ariel. Ariel, Jasmine, and Mulan. Oh, Elsa. Jasmine, Mulan. Elsa. Elsa. Elsa is not a princess. I'll Snow get White. In a second. Snow White is a princess. Elsa's a mo- uh, Cinderella. No, Cinderella's not. Yeah, Cinderella, Cinderella is. is a princess. Elsa's a princess. Can we not talk about that? Oh, we, we're gonna. Oh, talk about I don't that. know this. I don't know this one's name, <laughs> but it's the one that. from uh, the Frog and the Thing, the Tiana. New Orleans one. What's her princess name? Princess and the Frog. Tiana. Yeah, because it's in the title. She's a princess. Yeah. Yeah, Tiana. Uh, uh, the Bernard, Tangled your, Girl is a princess, right? Rapunzel. Yeah. Rapunzel. Rapunzel is a princess. Bernard, what's your girlfriend's name? Aurora. That's Aurora. Sleeping Beauty. That's Snow White. Sleeping Beauty. Oh, that's Sleeping no, Beauty. Sleeping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. There's uh, three more. Jesus. We're going to get this. We're going to get this. Um, it, Yo, um, does Maleficent count? No, she's an evil queen. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> Critical distinction. Jeez, throw that okay. rabbit down. Belle. There's Belle. Oh, yeah. Belle, nice. Now, there's two more third, not third tier, but lesser known princesses. Oh my. Wait, is Pocahontas one? Pocahontas is one. Boom, Wait, let's go, what? Babby. Let's go, Babby. <laughs> Last one. I, I need. It's the very first Pixar princess. Pixar princess. Is it the girl from Wreck-It Ralph? No. Oh, what about the the brave girl, the Scottish one? Milda. Yeah. Yeah. I never saw that. Was right. that good? It was okay. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was good. Is so, the girl from Moana a princess? The the Pacific Islander? So here's where the topic Moana? begins. Oh. Moana, Anna, and Elsa are not considered Disney princesses. What? From Disney, uh, from princess.disney.com. They are quote unquote park princesses. What? That's so, what? oh my God, that's so brutal. <laughs> 
park so much princesses. shade thrown. What's a park princess? So that means that they have actors in the parks who are allowed to dress up at them and act as a oh. princess. As a Wait, what about Princess Leia? She's literally has the name princess She's not, in her title. Yeah, she didn't I'm, originate in, in Disney. Disney but Does Disney owns... Now, but I'm talking about like I guess uh, I guess she would count though. Right, I would I, I would count her. Uh, so, what do you guys think qualifies as a Disney That's princess? I have the real. Reason. Literally, that was my question. Like, what dead is mother. The, I, I mean, royalty's out. You don't necessarily have to be royalty uh, because some uh, kind also, of magic. I don't know some type of magic. Yeah, like the, some um, kind of magical interference. Is it is a Disney princess one that gets married and has a happy ending? Because <laughs> it seems like all the ones that stand on their own two feet don't yeah. count. Well, why why is Cinderella a princess? She's not like she, she marries royalty. the prince at the she end. Marries the prince. Yeah. So some of the common ones would be princess in the title. You would think this is not correct. Okay. Princess in the title. That makes sense. They're all yeah. It's literally a prince title. or something like that. Uh, a fun one that I was looking into was sings a song. Hmm. So think about they all pretty much sing songs. I have a question. Okay. Was the Princess Diaries yeah. not Disney? Ooh, it is I don't Disney. It's a good question. No, it is Disney. I so feel what's like up? this list must be like from the original like princess list. No, this was updated last year. Seriously? It sounds like it has to be an animated movie, right? Like you have to be an animated character. Uh, yep, I think that yeah, I think that's one. But I think that's just kind of known for like a Disney princess. Uh, another one is perform horrific. Heroic acts. Mm. You would think that'd be one. Uh, special by fate. So having something that's... Can I ask a favor? To you. For yeah. next podcast, can you do the list of Disney princes? Because I'd be curious to see where that overlap is. If yeah, like the, no the opposite of the princess is actually a prince. And if not, then we have discrepancies. Mm. <laughs> I'm butthurt about that. I just want to say, I just wanna say my him. favorite Disney princess was Jafar. Because that bitch was fucking Perfect. <laughs> Too far. <laughs> he was very sassy. Fashion was on point. Mm. So, any other guesses of what constitutes a Disney princess? Jeez. Female. Honestly, like, she's got to be female. Being the main character in the movie? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I really, this has kind of stumped me and, and threw my heart into a, an ocean at this present what? moment. What? That is so dramatic. You're a Disney princess. <laughs> I am a Disney princess, bitch. <laughs> Vinny, Vinny is the Disney princess. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. So. Heart thrown into an ocean. <laughs> <laughs> no more. Put it on the board. So, uh, the real reason and what constitutes a Disney princess is Andy Mooney. He was the creator of the Disney princess initiative. Whoa. So, he was sitting in line. Uh, going to a Disney on Ice performance, mm -hmm. and he noticed all the girls with stuffed animals and dressed up like princesses. I have a question. Princess he was in line yes. going to Disney on Ice as a kid or an adult? As an adult with his, <laughs> with his family. Okay. So he's standing in line, and he realized that all these people are dressed up as princesses and holding dolls. And he was like, why are we not taking advantage of this? So he wanted to monetize it. Mm. So, long story short, to qualify as a Disney princess, you need to have a dress and an animal sidekick so they can sell dresses to little people, little girls, oh my or girls, whatever you want, and buy stuffed animals. What about Fiona? Isn't she a Disney princess? Isn't Fiona's she literally a princess? Fiona's uh, uh, dream, DreamWorks. Oh, it's not what Disney, about damn. Olaf? Isn't that the sidekick from Elsa? So though, so here's the big no, thing. Does she have a lizard? With I thought Moana. She with Moana, because she sings, she has an animal sidekick. Mm. She has a dress. So they, since Disney is under kind of the microscope at all times, since all, everything in Moana was taken so from source, they thought it would be culturally, culturally insensitive to have little girls dress up within the Islander clothing. Okay, or I appreciate that. Like that. So that's why she's not an official di princess on Princess Whoa. Disney. What about Mulan and uh, Pocahontas? They're on there. I know, but like, <laughs> that, <laughs> was that the same thing? <laughs> <laughs> one's Native American, one's ethnic Chinese. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but their dresses aren't like that, which is the craziest thing, apparently. Whoa. So, final thoughts on that is, according to Disney, it's not who you are, what you do, or who you marry. It's what you wear. That <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay, speaking about the culturally insensitive aspect of this... Mm. My girlfriend wouldn't watch Coco because she said it was culturally insensitive. I was like, you're missing out on a really good movie, though. 
<laughs> that movie made me cry, like ugly cry, so hard. I feel like it does Dia de Muerte like pretty decently. No? Yeah, I think it was true to. Um, obviously, you know, I'm not Mexican, so I don't. They were Mexican, right? I'm not being like I insensitive. Think were, I, think it was in I believe they're Mexican. I didn't um, feel like there was any negative portrayals. I don't know. That was a good. Mexican uh, Coco's a great movie. Go watch Coco. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I can't comment. It's that no. good. I almost cried. I was on a plane, so I didn't because I was on a plane. It was public. <laughs> I just sniffled a little bit. <laughs> just teared up a little bit. A single tear. Oh my gosh. Danny, that was a phenomenal topic. Honestly, thank you so much. That- <laughs> It came full circle. It was a good topic, but the like the content made me angry. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know Dis- Disney I princesses. Because I, I got stumped all by that some money, bullshit. Though. Jesus, all about that money. So That's Math- crazy. Matthew, I think I'm gonna go. Considering I, I assume that you're about elections, am I right or wrong? Oh, you know me. Yeah, right. okay, I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> Are you saying you don't want to leave the magical land of Disney and enter the cesspool of American politics? Well, isn't it the Is same thing, them? my friend? <laughs> All so, politicians have to have a little sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> must wear a dress. And must, must, be able yeah, sing must wear a dress. <laughs> oh, my God. So, um, this week was inspired by my boyfriend as we were driving home from Panera today. I myself was not feeling too well, so I got a little pick two, hashtag not sponsored. Um, but I got a little soup and all of this. And um, one of the things that Brandon hates most about what I do is sometimes oh, that's I, exciting. I chew a little loud. Um, this, loud, loud this is particularly true when I can't breathe out of my nose because I'm feeling a little sick, so give me a break, right? Um, <laughs> I digress. So this was like, as I'm sitting there eating my, uh, you know, my little tuna salad, and uh, I was like, you know what? I wonder what other pet peeves people have. So this week we're going to talk about pet peeves. Sick. So I got a list mm. from thetop10s.com talking about the top biggest pet peeves. So before we get into that, some of them are actually really surprising. Um, and I'm, I, I am genuinely curious to see if your pet peeves will actually match up with theirs. So if anyone wants to share a pet peeve, maybe top three, take a second. Um, I'll go first, as can always. I, can I add something to your loud chewing thing? Sure. I, I just looked it up because I was curious about something. It's called misophonia. Mm. If mm. you have an anger or if you get angry when you hear loud chewing, it could be considered a condition known as misophonia. Yep. Which is hatred of sound. Literally. <laughs> I hate sound. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. To to piggyback... Coincidentally, a pet peeve not found amongst the deaf community. <laughs> Demonetized, Demonetized. <laughs> That low blow brought to you by Big Baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, to piggyback on top of what Bernard said, I hate when people bite their nails. It drives me crazy this the sound the crunching the sound of it. or the visual everything i everything. also dated uh, someone who would take the nails and put them in his pocket um Ooh, for later which mm-hmm. as i would you know share the same clothes as him because we were the same size or doing laundry and making sure nothing's in your pockets that should be washed i would get jabbed by these disgusting particles that used to be attached to him um so that was that nail biting just drives me absolutely insane i can't stand it yeah. Anyone else? Oh, I got one. Do you? So I do also suffer from misophonia, like your <laughs> boyfriend. I hate loud chewing. <laughs> um, but another one that I hate is when I'm having a conversation with somebody, and this predominantly will happen to me more in like a work setting, and the person is listening or, or wants me to like think they're actively listening. So uh-huh. they'll either repeatedly nod their head the entire conversation mm-hmm. or like <laughs> almost like ritualistically say, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm. And, yeah. and that, mm. um, yeah. Yeah, that bothers that. me. Yeah. That bothers yeah. me so much. I understand that it's for you to let me know that you're listening, but just listen quietly or like don't nod your head the whole time because. Then, like, sometimes it's like they'll nod their head, and you're like, okay, so you got that? And it's like, not really. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, well, why the hell were you nodding your head yes? So, yeah, that's the, that, as you could tell, I guess. Me <laughs> yeah. Daniel? Yeah. Daniel. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know if this is a pet peeve, but something that, like, 
gets me <clears throat> instantly angry. Like, I get instantly angry and I want to, like, just scream is loud, abrupt noises. So living in New York City, <laughs> yeah, like that, exactly. Exactly that. <laughs> it happens frequently. So it's just somebody starts honking a horn right next to you. I instantly get angry. Mm. And then I guess slow walkers would be another Ooh. one. Cause I guess That's because you're from New York, kid. Yeah. New Yorkers Your can't stand Can't walkers. you walk a little bit faster? It's not that hard. No. I almost mowed down like two senior citizens while I was in the Bahamas. I was like, get out my path, man. <laughs> Move, I was, bitch. I was in the airport last weekend, uh, and I had my connecting flight. I was the last person in the in the seat, so I was the last one to get out. And I, I've never ran in the airport before and mowed people over. I ran from gate like A to gate D mm. as fast as I could. I definitely knocked over some people. <laughs> like, suitcases. It was terrible. Trying to hop on that D uh, train. Ooh. The D train, yeah. My, mine would definitely be, like, cell phone use when you're trying to hang out with somebody or, like, you're on a date with somebody, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It's just, I can't, I know it's, like, tied intricately to life nowadays, but it's so annoying. You're trying to talk with somebody or you're doing something with somebody and they're just on their phone, like, to totally detached. Like, they don't even care for, for your company at all. It just drives me insane. Right. Yeah. I agree. That's pretty terrible. How were we friends back in the day, Matt? What? How were we friends back What do you mean back in the day? Oh, How are you question. currently friends? <laughs> You're the social media king. That's Vinny. That's me, kids. That's Yeah, me. whatever. You guys are similar in that vein. That's true. Just, we just talk to each other you, via text. We don't even vein? talk in real life. Can you call us, vein? Are we vain? <laughs> so how would you guys like me to do this? you want me to go back from like 10 or just find the ones that I thought were really surprising? I have on the one list? more that I have to mention. Yes, please. <laughs> Headlights in my face, like in my eyes while I'm driving. I get instantly mad. Does that is that a pet peeve? Is that what we're calling a pet peeve? Yeah, no, sure. I mean, I think I looked it up. Pet peeve is like anything that's kind of like a nuance that upsets you. So I think there's a wide variety of what would constitute as okay. a pet peeve. So do you yeah. have a, do you have another? Ooh, I could I do this all day with you. Do you have another? <laughs> I got a big one. I got a big one. I got a big one. People who don't say thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I could I could put a cherry on top of that. People that don't say thank you when you hold the door. Oh, see, I'm a date one. If you don't say thank you to me on a date that I pay, furious. Hmm. But how furious? Guy Fieri furious. (laughs) (laughs) So those girls, would you say those girls never again go to Flavortown? (laughs) (laughs) That's wild. Okay, I'm going to start for number 10 to go backwards. Um, Number 10, which I find... I, I understand, but I also find it quite tragic, is body odor. Oh, no, that makes me tight. That makes me tight. Yeah, there's nothing worse than... Um, Especially and, if, like, I'm on a train. Yeah. And, I mean... That's some train etiquette. If, you gotta put on, gotta put on deodorant. Mm, my thing is not even necessarily, like, body odor, but I've had a coworker that wore this perfume that literally smelled like mildew. I yeah, could not that's understand. Ooh. That's almost like, worse. Because... Yeah. They actively did that. <laughs> yes, it was horrible. <laughs> you want to smell like this? It's horrible. Like you um, really think this smells good? Like socially acceptable? <laughs> like this one's peculiar. Number nine is uh, the naming of celebrity couples. So oh, like Brangelina. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Naming your kids after adjectives and this and apple. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not nah, really. Bad. I'm fine with it. Kardashians cool. or I think just naming like being too obsessed with celebrities perhaps is a pet peeve of mine. Um, I, too- yeah, I, I don't find it a pet peeve. I just don't understand it. Mm. I'm like, why do you know all that? But then I know like almost all the NFL players on the offense of all the teams. So biotech <laughs> ballet too as well. So I was a ballet master. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, cell phone drivers. I, mm. I can't. Curious. Speaking I can't. of which, I have the, to give my Uber driver phone. a bad rating. He was texting <gasps> while driving me. No. Illegal. Mm, I'm going to do text. that right now. Text Uber. I actually tweet at Uber and you'll get a refund. Or just, like, ask for a refund from them. They're really, really good about it. Podcast listeners, they gave me a refund, like, this weekend. Not even a joke. <laughs> I always complain when I need to. Because you know what? Nice. Your life is in danger, and that's not cool. And every other people's lives are in danger, and they shouldn't be Absolutely. a driver. It's a profession, you know? Hold your standards high. Dude just got one star. <sighs> I wonder how his Thanksgiving's going to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> 
Number seven. So, uh, David, how's the Uber going? <laughs> we don't oh, talk about that anymore, Mom. I finished driving. <laughs> what do you mean you finished driving? You just started. I got a one-star review. What do you mean? You drive perfectly. Well, how could it be? Uh, the guy said I was on my cell phone. What do you do? I, I was. Can you pass my number one favorite side yeah. dish, gravy? <laughs> yeah, if you pass the gravy, I need to shovel it into my mouth endlessly. Number seven, when people copy you in every way. Um, I don't think... I copied all your tests in science in, oh, in sixth grade. that's true. Every single one of them. That's true. That's actually how we kind of became somewhat friends. <laughs> <laughs> this one I don't really understand, and there are examples. I, I have an example that might fall under it. Okay. Growing up at the dinner table, mm. my sister and I sat across from each other, and any time I would ask her to pass, say, side dish or entree or a beverage, she would take more of it even if she, like, if it was a drink, she would take it even if her cup was full. She'd pour just a drop and then put the cap back on and hand it over to me. I lost my shit. <laughs> <laughs> years of this and then I finally snapped this is some like serious torture dude <laughs> funny enough number six is bitchy schoolgirls. so <laughs> I guess that also ties into that could it. be a pet peeve that's interesting yeah I don't I mean again these people uh, get some sort of say and with comments and I think one it's of them more like, like cyberbullying god like they they're annoying this one girl at school thinks everything is weird and all i said was hey and she said is that what a weirdo is saying nowadays and it's like <laughs> what a disney princess <laughs> <laughs> so oh i don't god. know all right we'll breeze through the last five because some of them you've already said surprisingly um number five people who throw trash from their car windows as they drive mm, oh that. so new yorkers Pretty sensible <laughs> New York. while they're texting. Number four, not washing hands after the restroom. Gross, gross, gross. Hate it. I mm. agree with that, Pepe. You know what's also gross? When the bathroom line at a bar is particularly <laughs> long. <laughs> Just too long that yeah, you can't yeah. find the time. <laughs> well, that we, could lead to gross situations because sometimes time? people, when they um, go up to the bar to order, mm. if the bar is so packed, it's almost like the people themselves make a people urinal for you. Mm. <laughs> And then you can just pee when you're where you're standing. This isn't an anecdote, right? This is just like a no. This isn't story. No, time. No. What kind of savage would you have to be to just walk up to a bar, you know, pull your dick out and start peeing on the bar? You know, hard times. That is. It's in, hard that's inhuman. Hard times is when you grow up in Binghamton and you ain't got nobody to teach you right from wrong. And when you walk outside and you buy Chinese food, the crackhead on the street steals it from you. Hard times, baby. Hot times. Uh, Number three, when people use the word your instead of your. But you mean in text? That, yeah, yeah, that bothers that's, me. Unless, unless you're that. Babby and you, you say grammatical like <laughs> symbols yeah. like comma. You apostrophe <laughs> R-E. Grammar yeah. Nazis. Which, I mean, what, I mean, I get it, but no, I don't. That bothers me. And there, there, and there. Mm. That's actually, I think, misused almost as much. Oh, as uh, more, I think, because there's three. There's three you could fuck up on. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. What? Yes, Matt, Matt, were you going to say something? No. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Poor driving etiquette. A lot of this has to do with driving. Mm. Come into me. Come into me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget when uh, we were coming back from the city and dad was driving. And uh, he wanted to tell the cyclist, like, to get, like, get off the, the road. The bike lane. Get in the bike lane. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. mad. Yeah. So mad. Wait, he did that again. He did that again when we were driving in the city for the concert. He opened the window. The biker's going down the wrong way. He goes, you're not in the bike lane, you idiot. (laughs) Oh, the guy's right at his window. (laughs) But, Dad, they have guns. It doesn't matter. And then we got stopped at a red light. I thought he was going to bike up and just, like, punch him in the face. Oh, my God. Take out the mirror. Mm. Bike lane. What's number one? Bernard, it's uh, mouth noises chewing with your mouth open. Um, I read somewhere on the internet that probably I, uh, I'm misremembering that um, some like Einstein and a bunch of other geniuses hated mouth noises. So mm. if you don't like that, you're in great company. So to summarize my topic this week, I apologize to Brandon because apparently the rest of the world also hates mouth chewing very <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, those are some like... Not what I expected, top pet peeves. Right? <laughs> I expected things like heavy breathing mm. or like 
obnoxiously loud talkers or you know picking your nose stuff like that (laughs) you know what actually one of my pet peeves that i just experienced again i forgot how much i hated using your speakerphone while in public for no apparent my mother does that all the time i mom does the speak to text too all the time mom we're in public yeah (laughs) i don't come on i don't get it i don't want to fucking learn about your life like Literally, there was a couple in the airport just passing their phone back and forth to whoever the fuck they were talking to. That's so awful. It's just rude. God awful. Or like FaceTiming in public. Mm. I don't want to be in the background of your FaceTime. Yeah, it's a little weird. A little weird. So, Matthew, speaking of weird, what is happening with our country? (laughs) All right, yeah. So, I think everyone in the States knows. And if you don't, then let me enlighten you. you. Get out from under that rock and go make a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Tuesday was the 2018 midterm elections in America. Of course, we call them the midterm elections because for some reason, America decided that only presidential elections matter nowadays. But regardless, the midterm elections fall in between the two presidential elections every four years. Mm. Um, So uh, I think a lot of people know that... uh, President Trump is a divisive figure in the country. Mm-hmm. Whether you support him, whether you hate him, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Yesterday, or uh, today's Wednesday, right? so yesterday, mm-hmm. there was an election and a rather large turnout. Uh, there was record turnout in many states. And uh, this was actually the first election in a while where the polls kind of matched up with the expectations. Yeah, you're right, actually. I know in 2016, a lot of people were blindsided by what happened. No one really anticipated Donald Trump winning unless maybe you were the most ardent supporter of Donald mm-hmm. Trump but so in this past election we saw the house flip back to the democrats which means they picked up the necessary 23 seats and i think there are they some estimates because yeah yeah there's well there's many races out yet that haven't the results haven't come in fully but i think the estimates are up to as many as 34 seats picked up by the democrats mm-hmm. the republicans in a bit of surprise though held on to the majority maybe not a bit of surprise but they held on to their majority in the senate mm-hmm. And even picked up a couple of races where all the prominent Democrats in uh, red-leaning states were ousted. These are people like Joe Manchin and uh, so forth and so on. Democrats in in what are traditionally red-leaning states. Yeah. So, oh, and then, of course, there was the gubernatorial races. Gubernatorial, by the way, is the best word ever. What a word. Uh, Democrats picked up a lot of governor seats around the country. Mm-hmm. Two major notables, however, were Florida and Hawaii, uh, not Hawaii, Ohio, yeah. which both elected Republican governors. Why is that important? Well, Florida and Ohio are battleground states. Wait, they elected They're one of the Republican or Democratic? Republican. Republican. They went red. Okay. There, uh, there are two states that are what are known as purple states, so states that are often heavily contested in the presidential election. They don't usually vote with a, uh, a strong trend one way or the other yeah. but so uh encouraging signs for both parties uh a lot of people are happy a lot of people are upset a lot of people voted a lot of people still didn't True. vote what are we thinking um i don't i don't i don't know i just like it's so hard to not get past the political side of things like even today um i, I was going on twitter which is where i get most of my information nowadays regarding politics specifically and fake you know, news na- yeah fake fake news Did, <laughs> fake, oh man fake news he's going off the rails but anyway um you know nancy pelosi's talking and all of that and i'm just like really if they make her the speaker of the house again i just she is in line to and me, yeah. my thing is you know so if the majority of perhaps the democratic wins in the house came from younger votes you know young voters which i think is what up 31 percent. it was at 31 percent, which really isn't that big of a turnout but it's the smallest demographic anyway of turnout um i think it was up from like 21 or 26 but needless to say i think there should be some sort of homage of a middle ground and not put someone who is like representing the the older portion of the democratic party that we're trying to move away from so to speak reason why maybe hillary didn't win over trump um yeah it would be good to get fresh faces in there so kind of like rebrand the party almost yeah a little bit or or meet in the middle you know i think rebranding would would work in a sense but we trying to like keep everyone rather than like well yeah i I don't mean yeah i mean just like a new face like what you were saying like not necessarily rebranding what they've been like saying but rebrand the face the main faces but yeah that's that's it's a pretty common uh 
battle in the left right now is a lot of people in the Democratic Party are pushing for new faces in the leadership, mm-hmm. but the established people like um, Diane Feinstein and uh, mm-hmm. you know, Chuck Schumer and so forth. So those people are all much older uh, elected officials, but you know they don't necessarily represent the more energized part of the base, which is the, the younger Democrats. Mm-hmm. And people, people, they have voted people like um, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez was voted in in New yep. York. She's the youngest ever member of the House. Mm-hmm. But she has also pretty far left views on things. Yeah, she literally uh, classifies as a democratic socialist. So, right. Yeah, I don't know, man. Anyone else? I, I got a question. What? Because uh, when I was looking at it today, I think it was Maine and Vermont went independent. Does that yeah, there are a- there are two senates senator senators that are classified as independents. One is, I believe, Bernie Sanders, yeah. but he yeah. caucuses with the Democrats, and the yeah, other, uh, I forgot her name. But she's from Maine, right? Yeah, so she's a main center. Yeah. Well, now, how does that affect kind of the polls? I guess because I've never seen them. I Generally, the independent senators are consi- at least those two are considered caucusing with the Democrats. Yeah. So when they do like, you know, do the Republicans have control of the Senate? For example, they'll count those two against the Republicans. Okay. But um, yeah, it's 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 unique per each senator. So you don't really know. You know, there are, there have been independent senators in the past who caucus with the Republicans. That means they vote with the Republicans usually, mm-hmm. but. I mean, I found it, it's hopeful. I mean, uh, the polls, like, as you were, uh, had said it earlier, Babby, it it indicated uh, that the House would go Democratic and that, or th- that the odds of the House going Democratic, I believe it was like five-sixths, which um, is quite high. But yeah. that the odds of the Senate going Democratic was only like one-sixth or one-twelfth. It was one of those. Yeah. Um, so when I was watching the elections, I mean, obviously, you know, because of how 2016 went, I wasn't sure how it would go. Right. Like, I wasn't basing it off of the projections. Mm. So it was actually quite nice to see that these people seem to be doing a better job or actually doing their job. Mm-hmm. And it is really, I think it's quite hopeful to see the House go Democratic. I mean, it, it would be quite interesting to me to see if, if both stayed Republican because of all the turmoil and everything that's been going on. Right. Um, yeah. If they both stayed Republican, that would be, that would have been really great. Like that would have been, would have been very interesting. Yeah. 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 So um, I think it's a, it's a good sign in terms of um, maybe gaining a little bit more trust in, in the predictions. Uh, maybe they've kind of stepped their game up right. since they yeah. dropped the ball so poorly. Yeah. This, this, this is what people are talking about. A lot of people are talking about was 2016 an anomaly and has 2018 just showed us the regression to the mean? Because historically speaking, the president, his party will lose the midterms. Yeah. This has happened with even very popular people like Barack Obama, his president. Famously, he lost the midterm elections in right. uh, He's a lame duck. 20. 2014 i think it was or not 2014 whatever it was i forget mm-hmm. um so yeah usually the presidential or the incumbent party loses the midterm elections and the, and the minority party will pick up seats um there was other signs that are not so encouraging for the democrats all of the prominent democratic national candidates even though these are all independent senate races people like beto o'rourke mm-hmm. or, or beto o'rourke um andrew gillum and the uh, i forgot the candidate in florida i forget her name yeah um a lot of national attention all didn't win. All lost. Mm-hmm. So, but if, I, if I, I was watching last night, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Texas was pretty, pretty contested, and they were saying that yeah, it was very close. That, yeah, the te- fact that Texas, which is a well-known red state, mm-hmm. was as close as it was, for as long as it was, was quite. It was promising, uh, and something was, something it- that I read today, which is food for thought, is just. The fact that it was like certain areas, while Republicans took it, certain areas that have been predominantly red almost went blue, or it was a contested right. uh, fight, and that's when the economy is doing well. Um, if the, the economy were to take a, a downturn, it could spell disaster for the, the Republicans more so. Mm. Yeah, although that that's usually indicative of any party. It doesn't matter what party is in control. If there's that's an economic fair. turmoil, usually the incumbent party is tossed out. Yeah, that's fair. Historically speaking, at least. Hmm. Uh, and just you know, like um, for me, I, I'm I'm a I'm a big politic junkie, so I find it all interesting. But in terms of how will the country operate now, I'm not very hopeful. Right. We have a we got a split uh, congressional branch. We have the House under Democratic control, and we have the Senate retaining Republican control. Hmm. 
So we're is worrying that, for a lot of political fights, not much stuff getting is done. Is that really that, un- bills is being that, passed. that uncommon for the House and the Senate to be different from each other? No, it's not uncommon. Right. It's Historically speaking, it's it's not uncommon, but it, it, recently we've we've reached such levels of political yeah. vitriol. Like, yeah, there's no cross crossing the aisle to work together anymore. Right. Everything nowadays is is working against the other side. So I'm, I'm concerned how we might govern for the next so two years until the how next many executive election. orders is trump gonna sign right so that's that's the thing that people are expecting well this is exactly what Barack obama did when he lost the midterm elections before his his last two years were out he just resorted to ruling or governing by right. uh executive branch and executive presidential orders hmm. uh, uh so cheerful i think like <laughs> i have to well we don't know we don't know we don't know what's gonna happen yeah, and of course to also having to work together a little bit more i mean you never know. jeff sessions was also pushed out today the attorney general was forced to resign by donald trump and he's of course the chief um law enforcement officer for uh, uh and the man who, who sits at head of the uh although he recru- recused himself but jeff sessions is head of the justice department which is currently running the Mueller investigation right. into into president trump so so what is there any indication of why that happened or uh, it's it's a whole bunch of political you know landmines but the long and short of it is donald trump is very unhappy that jeff sessions did not tell him he would recuse himself in the event of a of a special prosecutor investigating him mm-hmm. which has come to transpire you know with uh, bob Mueller. um and he was told that it would not be political fe- politically feasible to force Jeff Sessions out until after the midterms. So now, one day oh, later, wow. he's forced the AG to retire. And uh, he's in line to be replaced by what has been reported as a Trump um, supporter or backer. So right. no one knows. No one knows. It could be politically dicey waters. And so we'll have to see, well, wait and see what happens. Doesn't Bob Miller sound like a shop teacher? Yeah. <laughs> Bob Miller. <laughs> Bob Miller. My, I guess I have two questions. One, why do you think people don't vote? Like, I don't, I don't think there was ever a point in our friendship where neither of us were really either somewhat interested or involved. Um, I don't, I don't comprehend why people don't vote. I can tell you, I haven't voted. I didn't vote yesterday, and I haven't ever voted. Really? Now, for me, a large part of it stems from the fact that I live in New York, okay. and I don't necessarily agree with the. the the candidates who often win in new york mm-hmm. i mean i looked at the district polls in rockland county for instance where i live voted democrat over republican by a thirty thousand or twenty thousand person margin mm-hmm. but for, for me a lot of it boils down to i don't have candidates who represent the views i i endorse mm-hmm. and also uh historically enthusiasm is down midterm elections people don't really go out and vote you know Unless the president himself or herself is on the ballot, mm. people don't really pay attention and vote. That, which is mind-blowing to me because this one is so important. But, yeah, but even in presidential elections, the country only sees, I think, the highest was 50%, 60% turnout, voter turnout. But you know what I'm hearing there from you, Babby, is that there are no candidates that really speak to you. So am I hearing Big Babby 2020? Whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And from New York. Yay. <laughs> I wouldn't even be old enough. I'd be too young. Jeez. Well, I just did that one guy. Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. I mean, I was just going to say, I think that it's tragic that as someone who classifies himself as a political junkie is not, um, you know, voting in a sense because the democratic system is like uh, letting you down by not having enough representation to make you have the desire to participate in a way, you know? Yeah. I mean, there, there's a whole host of things that I could could get into, but like, unless you're a political theorist, you don't really care right, to hear right. it, you know? But poli-sci major it, it boils down to things like yeah like, like districting and gerrymandering oh, yeah. and, oh, and yeah. uh, there's since we only have a two-party system there's there's so much money and and interest into shutting down this or promoting that you know it goes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's politics at its finest i just hope the guy who had sex with the 16 year old prostitutes he in won. Costa Rica. Bob he won Mendes, yeah he won in new jersey yeah oh. facing fbi allegations yeah he was re-elected sweet wow america <laughs> Although we should we should note those are only allegations, Dan. They're only allegations. That's the only thing I paid attention to because it was like every other commercial, and I was like, oh, okay. Actually, I hope that guy doesn't win. I believe yeah. another person won who was uh, pronounced legally dead two weeks ago. Yes, there's a man in Nevada who had owned and operated a brothel, mm-hmm. and he won. Uh-huh. Yeah, but he d- wait, he's dead. Wait, so, <laughs> yeah. So wait, wait, what are they going to do with that? There's also hang on. There is a man who came back from hell 
and choke slams people <laughs> and power bombs them, and he is a governor of Na- of Tennessee. Oh, somewhere. Kane, right? Kane. Mm-hmm. He's literally Knoxville, from Tennessee. hell. <laughs> his brother, his brother burned him. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah, okay, yeah. and he, he just this. wrestled in a pay per view in, <laughs> in Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Arabia. Well, if you ever lived in Tennessee, I'm sure that they would say they live in hell. So it is a fitting governor. Oh, oh, oh we just lost all the dozens <laughs> and dozens <laughs> of fans in Tennessee. And Matt, can I ask one more question? Yeah, man. Go for it. So in, if Donald Trump doesn't win in 2020, how do you think that transition of power is going to go? It's that's. Yeah, I mean, that's concerning. I'll be honest with you. It's concerning. It gets into deep conspiratorial stuff, you know, like, will the president try to cling on to power if he gets voted out? I don't think that'll happen. I, th- I think no one would allow that to happen, mm. especially I don't think prominent people in the security apparatus of this country would allow that to transpire. But um, I think it'll be ugly. Obviously, I think it'll be insult filled, but I think ultimately he'll stand up there or he might not even, you know, he might pull a Donald Trump and. He Surprise might not be present at the inauguration of the next president mm. if there is another one in 2020. But you know. I think ultimately there will be a peaceful transfer of power. I think above all, all Americans in this country hold that yeah. sacred. You know? I, I, was, I just want to like say one thing because I'm like, I feel like we all need a little healing. Like, So on my trip to the Bahamas, Spiritual as we spoke about earlier in this podcast, I met a couple from Denver and the guy works in crude oil and his wife like used to work in a strip joint. She voted for Trump and like... They were really honest, lovely people, and we had a good time. And my hope is that we can all um, agree to disagree, but realize that there's humanity in the process. And that really what is frustrating with me in the, in the political party and the system is that people are just not willing to meet eye to eye and, and focus on important issues and compromise. You know, it's just, but we can get there. Yeah. We can get there. The act of compromises has died in our politics for Truly. some reason. I don't know why, but it's. It's just died. Truly. Sadly. That was apparitions. With the apparitions? <laughs> App- what was the right word? Aspirations? As- no, aspira- I think of affirmations. Affirmations, affirmations. Oh, yeah. with Vincent Valancourt. <laughs> what? Uh. Go- talking about ghosts? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Weekly affirmations, that's the word they got. Affirmations, yeah. Please buy my audiobook on Amazon.com <laughs> forward slash P squared. <laughs> Uh, all right. Dan, Dan with aspirations to be Guy Fieri over there. Oh, I know. I want to see the frosted tips, man. Oof. <laughs> Don't tease me. I almost did it. Oh, bullshit. Talk, talk to Vinny. I'll hook you up. Hey. Yeah. hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we almost forgot one of the most important things. Oh, yeah. Our sponsor. Our sponsor. Shout out. Spoon Review at Spoon. Sp- underscore. Underscore. Review. Review. There you go. Why put that spoon in your mouth? When I could put it in mine. (laughs) (laughs) Any final thoughts? Bernarnia, any final thoughts of the week? My final thought is that I love... So we do this thing on Google Hangouts for all you guys, uh, all the dozens. And dozens! Of listeners. (laughs) There's dozens of us. And every time Danny talks, the camera goes to him, and he's had wrestling playing in the background for the past hour. And it's a lot of (laughs) man-on-man. And it's funny to see that in the background. So my final thoughts are thank you for entertaining me. Well, sub entertaining me while I've been entertaining all y'all. <laughs> nice. Do you think that all those guys are, are ballet and master ceremonies? Yes. On they are ballet wrestling? masters. <laughs> One might even say maestros. Oh. Maestro. Vinny? Vinny? We're all in this together. <laughs> da, da, da. That's it. I don't know. Put a little Zach Efron on in your life and make your date better. Hey, I bet Yo, you like that. Zach and Mary need wedding dates. Great movie. Under underappreciated that one. Never saw it. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to. I'm going to leave it underappreciated. I'm going to leave it down there. <laughs> do, you think, do you think Zach Efron's a Disney princess? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Does he fall in the category? <laughs> Babs, any final thoughts? Good times. Good times, boys. Is that your final thought? Fantastic. Yeah, that's my final thought. This is his epitaph. Good times. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Is it Ryan Reynolds, right? Ryan Reynolds? It is Ryan. There you go, baby. Good times. (laughs) Unfortunate middle name given the rise of Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) He was the best, worst Green Lantern. You take that back. That's true. 
Uh, my final thought is we are officially on Spotify, so if you don't follow us, follow us on Spotify. If you go to Spotify and type in Jerko's Podcast, you should find us. Also, if anyone wants to sponsor us, we're always looking for free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we'll try anything once. Well. So you send us a product, Audible. we'll try it. Sounds like my bada college bing, experience. Bada boom. You're in. You're in real quick. We're out real quick. You know what I'm saying? You Everybody give us something, works. we give you some. You know what hey, I'm saying? Hey, yo. Maybe we could help each other figure out how to be a fucking Disney princess. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if anybody else, nobody else has anything else to say, this was Jerko's podcast. My name is Daniel Joseph Simone with my colleagues. Pretty boy B. <laughs> Big baby. <laughs> The best Disney princess of them all, Vinnie Valcourt. <laughs> hey, Have a my cousin. Evening. Hey, my cousin. Moist. <laughs> <laughs> Are we ending in it? Are we ending in it? Okay. I've okay. been on loop.